4: Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham. Joining me this evening, we've got Matt Conestold Knight. Hello. James the Snake Cross. Hello. And Joe Crippler Crossface Branton. <laughs> oh right. no, don't call him that. <laughs> it's a bit cold. That's the worst one.
1: That is the worst one. Um, it would have made, made more sense for Jay to been back because then it would have rhymed with the surname.
2: The cross face cross, yeah. The <laughs> crippler, yeah. Anyway,
1: like the, yeah.
4: Anyway, um, how's it going? We are uh, in a very different locale this uh this week. Um, we're in Jay's living room instead we of mine, which is why it probably sounds a bit airy because it's a bit bigger. Uh, and you can hear the sea because yeah. we can literally see the sea from here. It it's is good, a well located so nice. flat. We've picked probably the best day of the whole year to be indoors and uh, doing a podcast and doing some other Guitar Nerd stuff. Um, Yeah. I was thinking, actually,
2: I don't think we've ever all had a day off together
4: maybe not we never like today
0: we've and last night we just sort of hung out a bit haven't
2: we yeah. really, we haven't done it for ages we should go on holiday.
0: <laughs> I found it I found it really weird that we were in the same room last night and not talking about guitar stuff it was weird We I watched, mean we did talk
2: about quite a lot of guitar stuff
0: but some of the time we weren't some like. of the
2: time we were talking about wrestling That's most, true.
4: most of the time we were sat watching three Royal Rumble matches in a row
1: hence your nicknames this week um, yeah, we
2: watched 1998, yeah, 2001, yep. and then
1: 2002. 2002 was a little di- bit disappointing. Bit yeah, 2001 was good. 98,
2: I thought. 98, seen 98 before, really good. Yeah,
4: really good. Um, yeah, yeah. It's been nice to hang out, Matt. We should actually mention you're actually here rather than yeah. on the internet.
1: I'm here in real life. In the real life. Uh, um, yeah. Wh- I'm why are you a r l Why are you down? Uh, can't hang out with you boys because I miss you. Yeah, because I live in London, and it's not it's as, not, as it's, good not as that. it's not as sunny. Can't no, see the sea. I, from... I went for a run this morning and and just going along the seafront. I was like, yeah, the sea. I like. I can't swim in the sea. I can swim in like a, a dirty lake or a dirty <laughs> river in London, but I can't swim in the sea. I thought you just meant in general. Yeah, can't yeah. swim in the
2: sea. I it's funny. Like every time I sort of look out my window and I can like see the sea. I'm like, wow, that looks so good. Oops, sorry, that's my phone. Oh. Unbelievable! Oh, there it is again. We were in we're such a good on, run there. Uh, silent. There we go. So uh, yeah,
4: nice to have you all together. There's plenty to talk about because last week we didn't actually manage to get through all of the summer Nam news,
0: and which is here. surprising because there was virtually no new releases in summer Nam.
4: But there was quite. I mean, there's
0: not. There's never in, as many as normal. I don't, do well, I
4: don't know why they do it.
0: I don't know why there there is a thing for it. Like because it's just there are probably more releases. Just,
1: bef- you know, in think, a couple of months' time, then there are... I think the thing as well, with Frankfurt, it's kind of like there's people, like, announce stuff at NAM. I think people kind of, like, tease stuff at Summer NAM and then yeah. kind of actually... They've got proper demos at Winter NAM and then come Frankfurt, everything's sort of ready to go. I always wonder if it's a bit too much having the two.
0: Like, Orange had the problem of last time around when they sort of did the whole NAM release for their obi One k amp that then never got made anyway yeah never there wasn't time to check that they they were
4: good to go basically before no it wasn't
2: that it was one of the components was too expensive or dangerous yeah I think it just
4: didn't pass spec that's what I'm saying like they didn't have time to actually submit it for being made yeah, before yeah, the show
1: I think that's because you forget what, when these products are made you, you have to send them off to like another company and that company has to like put them all through all sorts of like oh, crazy tests to make sure that when you plug in your guitar pedal in, that it doesn't catch on fire no I'd um, like that That'd be yeah, funny. I just, that's what I want, I want a f- just that button just that you the flame hit, the flame throw throw just the flamethrower we come up. back to the wrestling again just like Kane, like Kane <laughs> just little flamethrowers on Actually, the side I, of your pedal board there was one thing I was going to mention a few weeks ago did anyone go and see Mad Max Cause wow there's a bike rally going past because um, um, then there's the whole bit with the guy oh nice no like,
2: point I haven't seen it yet I
1: oh, haven't seen well, it no. you and know also that guy you, is actually, this goes
2: out to like quite a lot of people you don't want to spoil I know. one of the must, biggest you films you must have seen in, in the trailer yeah, in the there's
0: a guy with the, the guitar that fella's a uh, a relatively famous Australian guitarist it's all recorded on Orange Amps as well yeah. right? is it really they're everywhere aren't they Orange just they are owning it at the moment they're absolutely dominating like the festival market as well as just being present at mm. I, you think orange are sponsoring like metal hammers golden gods they're sponsoring metal hammers prog awards they're involved in all of that stuff you, they're on the back lines for they were just on the back line for 2000 trees festival do they have a smartphone <laughs> more
4: on that later <laughs> um. So uh, what's everyone been up to this week Apart from sitting around watching wrestling Matt Knight I
1: thought that was my main thing Oh I got my boss ES8 Oh yeah let's talk Finally. about that Yeah yeah um, How are you finding it? How are you getting on with it so far? Yeah. Well all I've done is turn it on So I haven't actually plugged any pills cool. into it Because I only came uh, last thing on Friday So and then I came straight down here After work on Saturday I am so impressed By just the way it feels And looks And all, how the buttons work And the, just everything about it I'm like that is just it's boss going in like the ultimate, the best direction. I think just annihilating the rest of the market, basically. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like seeing how that looks, I, the DD five hundred is going to be so good if it follows the same sort of structure. But yes. there's, there's, all the switches feel really nice. That like obviously we, we've said before how solid boss pedals are and how that their design really is kind of just the best on on the market. And everyone's gone. Oh, I can't believe they haven't put like there are the foot switches on like you might see on the ME80 but they just they feel so nice because they're multi-touch switches so they can either be momentary or latching okay they click in really nicely the screen's nice and bright loads of sort of editing you can do on uh, so I haven't even read the manual but just going through what? You? oh no I did read the manual but I you know on I my, on have my phone I've on, on I the train actually, down here I haven't actually yeah I have see my back uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not my that would bag. not surprise me anyway <laughs> Um, I, but I think that's the That's the, I think as we said before that's the only complaint that I've seen people say about it is that the manual isn't in depth enough so maybe I should write maybe I should write <laughs> I love
2: write,
0: that that's a complaint
1: about a I, I totally thought you were going to say the other thing <laughs> no,
2: the manual is too small
4: yeah <laughs> Yeah. So you know how uh, When companies put out a
1: game Like someone else Will do like a guide To it Maybe you should do that Well it's like, No because guides Have got less and less Do you remember like Back in the day You used to get like A massive map And then there'd be Like loads of cool That's stuff That's only because game. Like games have got easier Like talking about wrestling I was thinking about it When we were watching
2: It yesterday When we were Like playing Attitude Or whatever Like doing the finishing moves Was really, so really hard. complicated And it was different For each Like each wrestler Had a different Whereas now It's just like just like just push square if and hold left and it'll be fine really yeah. brightly that's
4: why I always preferred the WCW ones because the way you did the specials for everyone was always the same right. whereas uh, Attitude was made by Acclaim Acclaim who yeah, right. did I think Mortal Kombat maybe uh, well yeah cause so I'm, the finishes were like Mortal Kombat yeah the and they were
2: really complicated really complicated yeah
4: yeah, that, I didn't like those games. I'm all about the blocky WCW games. Or just
2: on like No Mercy on the 64 where you just push one of the yellow buttons and, and just it, like, does but a, it just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely.
1: I've got them all except No Mercy. I need to get that.
2: <laughs> I didn't really like No Mercy. It's all right. WrestleMania, WrestleMania 2000 is the one. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Unbelievable. But as you say, well, talking of button configuration so like the ES8 like he's you can do a uh, Scorpion I mean seriously I <laughs> I, him. I turned it on pressed one and like you know finish it right there come here get over here yeah um, so but it, it, it seems like there's so much you can do with it like you can have a, a patch you know where one might turn on overdrive and delay but you can set one of the buttons where you just step on it it'll turn a chorus on but it can be momentary and I, I'm just really looking forward to kind of getting in and Really programming it, especially with the MIDI control as well. Is that so your you re- day tomorrow? Basically, that is my day tomorrow. Yeah. So you reckon, definitely the most versatile. I reckon switcher out there. Yeah, I, I definitely. I mean, it's once again as we said, it's it's looking at the competition and going. No, there's some other companies out there doing a similar thing, and loads of people are buying them, and we could probably do a much better job.
3: I mean, Not to say those
1: products are bad, but to say, but that for them to go, well, we've got compared to all of that, when well, compared to like strong for example, Boss have got what nearly 50 years worth of
4: yeah they should be able to make like, like a switcher the, well, the by looking at the point that they've
0: managed to put them at as well well yeah I think it's
4: I, and I guess that they because they can just make more and they've got a bit more kind of capital behind yes. them yeah. they should be able to make a really good one
2: and they have yeah. but it's not just it's not just that for me with the, the new stuff now obviously I wasn't here last week but I did, I did actually listen to last week's podcast get off I, oh. did, I did one of the things that we didn't talk, we didn't talk about was um, one of the things I really liked about the RV6 is they've addressed the fact that on the on the pedal, it's just called reverb. Yeah, it's not called digital reverb, and I think that put a lot of people off the RV five. Also, the fact that I didn't really like the sound of it. Yeah, but you know, it's you know, it's just these little changes which I think Boss are really sort of yeah, you know, they're really paying attention to to the market now. I wonder if they bought out a new delay whether it would say digital delay on it. Well, not. I mean the
4: DD five hundred. Well, yeah. Does that just say delay on it? Probably. I, I, digital digital, I, 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 well, I don't think
0: digital, digital reverb is a, is a bit of a no no at the moment. I don't think digital delay is. Digital no, delay right, has its right. merits.
1: Yeah. It's funny though because there's so many boutique reverb pedals out there that people are raving about that are all digital. They're just a chip, yeah. That people have you know programmed, but it's yeah, it's, it's all about the way you market that that product. And yeah. yeah. What you,
4: whether it's cutting edge technology or whether it's yeah. outdated technology. I mean, it's the thing it's now kind now, of you, the same I, thing,
1: you just mean. how often. Do you see like true bypass, like on a on a yeah? People a have stopped saying now. that now. No, I,
2: I think it's still like still on loads, like lot, on all a, the
4: TC electronics, but a lot less.
1: Yeah, I suppose before.
4: that marketing term has worn off now. Now, yeah. what is it? Boutique now, I guess, is the big thing.
1: Yeah, I think that's so the big screen thing,
4: printed. Oh yes, screen printed pedals, hand hand painted, hand painted.
2: Yeah. Point to point, indeed. Um, Jake, Ross what have you been up to? Um, I tell you the, the best thing that I found this week. <laughs> Royal Rumble 1998. Royal Rumble. No, no. Um, so a little bit, little bit sort of out there for me. Um, the most exciting thing I found this week was a left-handed guitar. Um, Ibanez have released, um, and I think it actually happened about a few months ago, but stock is only just sort of now currently available. Um, my favourite Ibanez of the last. Couple years is the the rg the RG721 no, the, uh, the RG um, yeah. and they've just they just released them left handed, um, which is wicked because it's like um, I think they're
0: what the, is the RG721 is
2: the um, the two the two pick the two humbucker five way selector switch that so they do in the oh, maple yeah. finish or the rosewood finish um, and they yeah they, they're doing them left handed now which is wicked because it's like a mid priced super strat that isn't in black. Right. You know, and it's just like that's surely not. I know. What I finish know. is it available? It's, it's, I think you can get them in the maple finish and the rosewood finish. Oh. I've only seen the maple finish. So
0: they're scratch plateless so, RGS. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, no scratch yeah, plate. Yeah, yeah, mate. yeah. Yeah, they they just look wicked. I I really really like them. Um, the 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 pickup configuration is really interesting. So it's the two humbuckers with a five way switch. So in the bridge position, it's the bridge humbucker. Then in the fourth position, it's the uh, inside coil. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's like core split, essentially. Then in the middle, it's the two inside coils. Oh, sweet! And then you've got the inside coil of the neck position, and then yeah. the um, uh, the neck net pickup, neck comebacker. They're such a great guitar. They come with a proper like um, one of the sort of premium style hard oh, cases, soft, but it's a soft, soft hard, hard case. case. Yeah, and I just think it's like it, I, I really think, and I, I hope that this is the case um, that companies start being like, okay, right. Left-handed guitars Right Yeah but left Right mm. left. Yeah, left But Gibson Gibson okay. haven't I done s- anything s-
0: since Frustrated me so since
2: much Since 2013 I they've can't not done anything believe anything. Know, I know they've bonkers. done that It's bonkers and, ridiculous. He, and Fender as well Like I mean you, you can only really get In terms of You know in terms of The Fender sort of Standard range You can only really get Standard tellies And stand, Mexican Standard tellies And Mexican Standard Strats In a handful of finishes You know yeah. you can get black um, You can get black White Late Placid Blue Candy Apple Red um, and I think that's it. And, and then in the American standard, you can get black, sunburst, or white. Oh, can and you get white as well? Yeah, yeah, But it's like, come on, guys. Like- um,
0: funnily enough, the uh, Japanese uh, market for Fender works yeah. very differently. And yes. they have a much broader range of left-handed you models. You get everything, right, pretty much? Yeah, everything. My The, the guitarist in my band who's left-handed buys um, all, all his guitars... He buys them in, in Japan and has them imported right. because he has a much bigger selection of guitars to choose from. So he has two 60s um, tellies the Bound
1: oh, telecast. Nice. Where Cheers. does he buy them from, from Japan? Just from online retailers? Um,
0: I, I, we we know a couple of people who live over there, and so I think he's, oh, God, he's I go got them to buy it and then they sent them over. But he just, it, it just opens up a whole new range of interesting stuff. I mean, his main telecaster that he uses is one of the old 80s Empresswood tellies. Oh, nice. I bet, it does, I bet it doesn't weigh anything. It doesn't weigh... It's almost neck heavy. Like, it, it's it's so lightweight. But yeah, they're um, they're completely wicked and it's great that Japan sort of do that that market. I mean, we because he wanted an SG, he's had to buy a right-handed one and just have it converted. Mm. So it's got this awful, like, big cut-out on the front yeah. where once were controls and now... It's just had something stuck you over it. get that it? filled in? Yeah, it has been. It's, oh, it's just had like a bit of scratch plate essentially put over right, it. But
2: that guitar is essentially rendered worthless now. Yeah, we like, We'll exactly. never be able to sell
0: it to anyone. Well, anybody. that's it. That's it. And he, he has to do that with sort of anything. Yeah. If he wants anything essentially that's not Fender, the market becomes incredibly limited. But even Fender, it's, it's just so, there's yeah. so few things. But can, and I go I, to custom shop though. Like, that's we, true. We, we yeah, spoke yeah. the other week about... Um, Oh, I've forgotten his name. Ben Howard. Ben Howard, who played... Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when, he, when I was Master. watching his... Yeah, his Glastonbury set. And he had some great guitars. For a left-handed player, yeah. you sort of appreciate the stuff he had so much more because yeah. he had some amazing pieces if he was right-handed. So as a yeah. left-handed, he must have been hunting yeah. a lifetime for him.
2: And I think it's just... like For the electric... It's weird because I tend to see that the acoustic market... Tends to be a little bit better suited, like Taylor do in one color. Well, well, yeah, I mean that's certainly true. But like Taylor do every model left handed at no extra no extra cost. Um, Martin's um, uh, selection is really good. Um, and yeah, it's weird, as well. And then you get to Gibson, and again, this sort of nothing. <laughs> they, they didn't yeah, do it. but at them. least
1: with an acoustic, you can just... You can just turn it, it over, sort back of, in, yeah.
0: Back in the, in the 70s, Gibson didn't do any left-handeds at all as well. They've always been really adverse to doing them as a company. And um, Fripp, uh, King Crimson... Robert uh, Fripp. Robert yeah, Fripp. Robert Fripp. Um, he was left-handed but he really liked Les Pauls so he re-taught himself right-handed so he could play them which is why he sits down to play it live in all their really? videos because mm. he was really he really struggled with the adaption and he found it difficult to balance the guitar so weird, isn't it? yeah, I wouldn't do that I'd just play a different guitar <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: done or but, just buy an older one older? no, the mahogany very good they, um but yeah, it does it, it does seem very strange that Net, like in this day and age you can h- there's hardly any um, left-handed models out there and one in ten people I know well, I th- probably more and it's you know whenever you have this conversation well certainly whenever I have this conversation with anybody like you try and have a sort of serious discussion about it and it immediately just goes oh yeah well you know they should learn to play the right around, shouldn't they <laughs> oh. and then that's sort of the end of the conversation yeah. and it's like no you, that's, you're not listening you're losing out on sales you're losing out on so many sales
1: Yeah, it's funny because especially with <clears throat> places you know like cheaper guitars everything's done on a CNC machine mm. so it's already pre-programmed just it you, just, you literally have to just tell the machine to cut a left-handed shape out I mean I can, I can right understand hand.
2: it in terms of like the economies of scale like it, to, it will be cheaper just to punt out you know a hundred say um, you know body telebodies than it would to do ninety telebodies right handed and then ten left handed. But I mean it can't cost that much and the amount of It's just
4: more about goodwill, isn't it? I think the the reason that there's more acoustics is because acoustics appeal to a broader market. Yeah. Like there's a wider range of people, like wider demographics I think, still by acoustics than they do electric guitars particularly on the lower end of things yes you're more likely to go around someone's house who is not really a guitar nerd um who might have an acoustic guitar kicking around they're probably going to have an acoustic rather than electric yeah so it makes sense for companies to go okay right well we offer all our cheaper acoustics in left-handed and right-handed so that they've covered all of that kind of broad market um on the top end of things I just think companies like Taylor just care a bit more yeah Mm -hmm. Taylor's just they just really care about their users you know like with the warranties they offer and like views around the factory and using like um, you know looking after Ebony and things like that that they've been doing like they just seem like a really nice company who care so that's probably why they do all their stuff left handed Um, yeah I think that's uh, that's why
0: Mm -hmm. there we go Joe Branton what have you been up to Um, I've been selling everything <laughs> okay. Yeah. I can't remember if we spoke about it on the last I think one, we did I was gonna sell everything. So I'm still sort of in that process, so I've I've got rid of my amps now. Okay. Um I'm buying Wh- Which were um I had um I had an Ashdown uh mag six hundred and I've completely forgot that you had that. Yeah, well, I don't really use it. It just sort of sits at home, and I had a, um, a 410 with that. So that's gone, and I, um, I've sold my Orange Terabase 500 head. So that's gone. I'm keeping hold of my 15-inch cab, uh, my Orange 15. Now, I'm buying a second Orange 15, and I'm buying a head, but I'm not going to talk about that head yet because it's a new Nam release. So I'll talk about oh, that okay. when we get on to the Nam stuff. Um, but yeah I've been doing that and I've sold well I'm I'm, I'm listing all of my basses except for my Nitro finished uh, 50s P bass and I'm buying a jazz bass but I don't know what to get this is my big dilemma I'm stuck
4: why don't you get a equivalent jazz to your 50s P bass why don't you just get a Mexican
0: 60s jazz or yeah 70s I, jazz do I, they still do that yeah no the 60s one would be the one wouldn't okay. it but um because I wanted to get something really good.
4: I've but, got a Geddy Lee at the moment. The thing is, though... I'm selling that. <clears throat> the thing is, the P-Base is your main base. Well, so, do no, you-
0: I can't have a main base because I play in two tunings, so I have to have two main bases. What's but the other tuning you use? Just D, drop D standard. Oh just not
4: drop not, <laughs> not drop, drop D. D. Right, yeah. okay. But that's what I'm saying, why don't you just get an equivalent bass? Because you know what the next step
0: is. You'll get a custom shop jazz and then you'll be like I
2: need I need a
0: custom jewelry. shop P bass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is the problem. But I definitely want one P and one jazz. I want one of each get, get, a P-J. Then get, the, get the, um,
2: Keep the Getty Lee. Well yeah I mean Geddy Lee's a great no. Getty <laughs> Lee. best bass player ever get the um <laughs> Get, like, the 60s jazz bass and then just get it refinished with the, in nitro.
0: Yeah, I could do that. Or <laughs> <laughs> I have two options. I could get a custom shop jazz. Yeah, which now, is the right answer. at the moment, in the current um, 2015 catalogue, um, Fender are doing their 1960 Journeyman Light Relic jazz bass, um, which is the, the old stack pot yeah. uh, controlled jazz bass. Mm-hmm. Um and they do that in like an in an aged white, or you can get it in sunburst. It, I mean, so either either one is absolutely brilliant. But I would really like to get a deep U neck on a jazz bass. So I was thinking, deep about, U just sounds filthy. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you said that. I was like, what? <laughs> deep U. I'd really like to get a deep U. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd I'd like a U uh, neck. Oh, thank you like so much! <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, for God's sake! <laughs> or, or, or maybe a selfie on a jazz bass. Um, so I was thinking about that. I could go to a custom shop, or I could go to Limelight Guitars. Don't do it. Oh, everyone's saying no. Maybe they're right, but it's <laughs> it's so much more affordable.
4: <laughs> you know, I like um, how that sounded like that was happening in your head, not <laughs> yeah. in the. It's, it's,
1: it's funny you say that because I was looking at Warmoth the other day, and I was like, I oh, just. I just really want to do something. I really want something weird that doesn't exist, and then you think I build it from Warmoth. But by the time you've got it here, you've spent probably twelve hundred quid, it's and, and you just think, "What? Well, That's I might it?" As well just it's about nine hundred quid
0: to, to go to Limelight. So, so it's it's a lot cheaper than getting a, a custom shop. And but it
2: also again comes back to the fact that you'll never be able to sell it
0: no no they do get sold on base chat and things like that you like see, 300 quid no they go for like if if they cost around 900 quid to buy they go for around 700 quid on on that base chat that doesn't make any sense at the, moment, at, at the moment though at the moment yes that. and I do appreciate as soon as people forget who Limelight are It'll be got they'll, they'll bottom out yeah. yeah and you'll get 300 quid for it oh that is true it's more that it's more that i really want one and i could afford the limelight one when i sell the getty league <laughs> and, so, and then and you wouldn't yeah. have to keep you wouldn't have to sell all the other stuff basically yeah, well it just it's going to take longer oh you are right i'd need to go custom shop yeah i was speaking to um, or, our friend Dan Grace who has a really nice custom shop what what is do you know the spec on his telly yeah it's just a 52 with a it's a, 50, it's a blonde 52 it's
2: a, it's a blonde 52 an aged blonde 52 relic Light Relic Light Relic in a um with a, a single n- ply black yeah, with a 52 play. neck I think it's a 52 neck it's amazing it's one of the best tellies I've ever seen yeah
0: it is a really good obviously, telly um, and he, he he obviously saved up and went fender custom shop yeah. and he was obviously telling me that I needed to not go for the imitation
2: yeah you know he's also he he also got you know what and people as well
0: uh he's got a Marshall Bluesbreaker no
2: he's got um the smaller one the 1974x oh right and he's got it in white oh. is it white and gold oh yeah. my god Oh, that's it's very so nice. He's got the white base, the, the white, um, sorry, the white telly. Um, although he said uh, wow. he
1: said after three gigs it was. Oh amped. yeah, it's already. Because the way it's just like the way he uses it, it's yeah. just like yeah.
4: absolutely destroyed.
0: I was, uh, it, yeah, the tremolo's broken on it already. <laughs> he was saying, yeah. oh,
4: on the 974X? Yeah, right.
0: yeah, but, but he said the good thing is he only uses it on the full setting, the fastest speed, and it will still do that. <laughs> right, fine. But it just doesn't matter where you put the control. It just anymore. does that all the yeah. whole time, which is fine. So it still works for him, right? Cool. Um, I was actually talking to him. Uh, he was saying he'd love to come on Guitar Nerd's, and I think he'd be a really good person for us to get on at some point because he has some awesome. Gear. Yeah, we can do that. Get little Danny G mm. in the booth. But yes, that is that's pretty much my my week. I've been losing sleep over what to buy. I genuinely have. It's really weird. It's like full on. You know, you've got,
4: you've gone down this route of like having loads of stuff that's not amazing. Yeah. That's what I'm Buy trying to... Buy
0: something amazing oh, and just right. have one of them. But the, the Lime Knight would be pretty amazing. They're very good. <laughs> you're right. They're not Fender <laughs> Custom Shop though, aren't they? And I think... I actually... I, I got hold of Lime Knight and I asked them for some information on stuff and I think the only thing I can specify is like a Precision Neck or a Jazz Neck. I think it... The, oh, okay, I right. think it ends there and I think I would... As much as I'd love to pay for the Fender Custom Shop and get it next week, if I ordered, like, a one of the standard 2015 catalogue, I would really like a really deep neck on a jazz bass, yeah. uh, which would require it being made. I think if I was going to shell out for a customer shop, I'd want it to be something a little different from the yeah. standard line. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. just get a standard.
4: Uh, least, the other yeah. thing is you could just get a second-hand American standard that would cost you, like, 700
0: quid. I don't like modern... Tuners, bridges, all that. You could get an American Correct. vintage. Yeah, I could get an American vintage. I've been really tempted by an American vintage. I think there are some really good American. They have come down sales. in price as well, which yeah, is they really are. good because they, they,
2: they've basically addressed what we've been saying for the last yeah, you know, however long, which is just they were a bit too much money for. I could
0: essentially yeah. get an American vintage for the same price as a limelight, but it's just it's it's almost when you're at the money for an American yeah. vintage, you're so close to the American custom shop. Yeah still, mm. I mean, I not that far I guess, but not that close, it's still a grand there's car. A, there's
2: yeah. a um in the catalogue at the moment, there's a um Daphne Blue 64. Jazz, yeah. Jazz with matching headstock. Yeah, it, it looks, looks oh God, it so I'm, good. It's great.
0: Unfortunately, I've always been a Sonic Blue over Daphne Blue. Right. They do do a Sonic Blue precision bass at the moment in the catalogue. Yeah. Um But the jazz bass colours at the moment aren't especially my cup of tea, but mm. Get that custom shop Just yeah. get it done Maybe. Should I just What color we'll are it you going to get
2: You're going to get Daphne
0: Blue What if I went custom shop yeah. No No I don't Sonic, like Daphne Sonic, Blue Sonic. Sorry, sorry you're going to get Sonic Blue. Blue sorry No no I think um, No I'd uh, I'd have to get Fierce like Red Oh, it's really tempting but Bast- I couldn't Matthew. I couldn't get Fiesta Red because they do it in the Mexican Road Worn series yeah 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 and, and I'd feel <laughs> <laughs> the Road Worn series is so good that I feel like I'd pay two grand for something yes. like I could have paid a grand for um, no I think I'll, I'd will i probably go for like an aged white or probably sunbath because I just I really sunburst, I know it seems white. it does seem bad to go for like a really standard colour when you're getting something like that but if I was going for like a 60 jazz bass which mm. is what i get specced if I could get like exactly like John Paul Jones' jazz bass, that that's pretty that's pretty desirable. That's pretty cool. But I don't know. Maybe white. Shell maybe pink. maybe yeah, yeah. Shell pink's cool. But I've seen one actually. Limelight made a shell pink sixty jazz recently, and I was like, oh, it just doesn't actually look like a sixty jazz because that colour
1: didn't exist. Just I still just really want a shell pink guitar. Yeah, not um, Had one for a Burgundy Mist, mate.
2: That's the colour. Yeah. I I put on. I saw football, etc. Oh, Last week, the my friend's Shell band, Pink and she, had the, she was playing the, the, Shell Pink, the Shell Pink Custom Shop basics. 6. Yeah, I wanted to see it's that. It's just, just like one of the best instruments in the entire world. Just one of the best things I've ever played. Mm. Maybe
4: just get a Bass 6. I've got one. Oh, right, okay. He's not selling that. No. What's what? the point? Is I've got the, the, the Sky one. one. Yeah. It's not worth a lot of money. Yeah. It's, it's better to just... And keep you won't on. be able to replicate that in anything else that you buy. No, exactly. Should we dive into some news? Yes. Yeah. Do you want to do the thing?
0: Oh yeah.
4: Nudes. Very good. Um, so, <laughs> still uh, going back to stuff from summer M because we ran out of time last week. Do you want to talk about the thing that you want to talk about? Because I didn't actually see this come up. Oh okay. Yeah. In fact, I've not so, even seen a photo. You've just told me about yes. it. I so can't out. Can't even guarantee that it exists.
0: <laughs> um, go on then. Um, well, um, makers of the probably the you know the the best selling. And the the most necessary um, base effect pedal of all time, Sansamp. Who uh, well Tech Twenty One, who made the the the, uh, the Sansamp bass driver, and then later introduced the bass driver VT. Obviously, the the bass driver was kind of known as being, hey, if you don't own an SVT three hundred. You should, uh, you know, get get one of these because it will make everything sound really awesome, like it. And a, a brilliant sort of DI box preamp, great for going into PA's, great for recording, great as a preamp or a drive pedal, really versatile. They introduced the VT, which was more like it looked like it had an Ampeg grill yeah. on the front, and they introduced this new switch called the Character Switch, which, if you read the manual, uh, yes. takes you takes you through at, um, as you go from one, I guess, round to ten. It, it takes you through the years of Ampeg so the, the, it's like a time machine yeah <laughs> essentially so like like 1 to 4 is like Ampeg B15s and then sort of like you know 5 to 7 would be sort of the, the 70s SVTs and then you get the really modern sounding Ampegs at sort of oh, the high breaks end. when you get to the top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it just, <laughs> just breaks down because they're now made in China but yeah they, um, it, it's it, it it sort of does that they have taken that incredible pedal and they've put it in a 500 watt Extremely lightweight, tiny little head, and I hate
3: <laughs> lightweight
0: <laughs> Class D amp heads. Five hundred watts, they're what? rubbish. <laughs> but this sounds absolutely brilliant. I'm thinking, if the, I mean, you know, obviously Class D is never going to be as good as 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 a Class sort of AB sort of thing. But if it if the Class D is all right, then this could be a wicked head. This could be an answer to. to to kind of what Aguila are doing I guess that sort of thing Mm. like the first time we've seen lightweight bass heads that actually sound that are actually good for rock and roll rather than like session jazz or funk Uh, you're out of order because that first Mark bass head the little Mark 1 you mean the one that they don't make anymore that you can't find anywhere well
4: I can find one yeah in your house (laughs) in my house Um, yes that that was great but also uh,
0: not class D yeah, all yeah. oh, right, that's why. But yes, I agree. They were brilliant. But the, the later Mark based stuff, the TC stuff, the and Kruger stuff, all those other lightweight things are fine if you just want to be really clean, if you want something really transparent. A bit polite. A bit polite. I mean, you essentially have to buy a SansAmp if you want to use yeah. them in, in a louder band. This, hopefully, is the answer to that. So that is what I've decided to purchase. That's what I've sold my orange head for. I was going to buy one of the new obi One 500s, but yeah, this... This Sansamp head has all the same switches that you get on the pedal in a head form. That sounds absolutely wicked. That's are you going to be selling right? your pedal now? Oh, oh yes. I'm going to sell, sell the pedal as well. The VT. Right, so I won't need it anymore. I quite like them. Mm, let me know. They are good. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know how much it's going to be? Uh, yes. That's the other great uh, part. Uh, 500 quid, pretty much on the nose. I think they're 510. Okay.
4: Around that. That's not on the nose.
0: No, that well, was close. Well,
2: why <laughs> would you go for that over the orange then? If you've already got the sandsamp
0: Um well, I don't use the Santamp anymore. I just bring it along as a as a DI. Yeah. Um uh just so what's coming out of the PA doesn't sound like it's coming off of the Base head. Um I doubt the DI on Orange's OB1 is any better. Um it's a good, it's not going to be any better or worse than the one on the sandsamp like in
4: terms of quality.
0: What, what do you mean?
4: Then the on the sandsamp head like the OB1 oh, yeah. DI is not going to be a marked or Improvement or uh, any worse than the one that's on the Sanzamp
0: head? Well, no, the Sanzamp one, yeah, well, yeah, the orange ones are terrible that's oh, the I thing their, their DIs are awful they're really really hot and but really didn't, hard to use didn't you they need work like on, I thought they worked on them for the OB series <sighs> I mean they might have done I mean I think you needed a, a 20 dB pad just to plug it in yeah they've always been really high output like yeah. on the Terra they are but I think they I put thought put something well. new I may, in the OB maybe series. they have yes there, there is obviously, I, 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 that's what I think I'm going to get really the, the OB, OB one, one. Well, yeah. there, there is a great argument for the OB one they're having like a two channel essentially base yeah. head is, 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 is very very desirable um and yes it it it's not a clear cut i was very torn between the two mm. um i am simply going for the sans amp because i think it offers pretty much the same thing with probably a little bit more versatility in tone control and I am less likely to break it I think than the orange. <laughs> the, the, the orange is great but because it's in that it's it's very heavy for a, a rack mounted Yeah, cuz it's not plastic it? it's like it's a plus, it's proper Yeah yeah exactly. It's um, proper solid state. Exactly. which which makes it quite weighty and as soon as something's weighty but not big because it's it's quite slim and stuff I just fear knocks and you're going to drop it basically. I, it's going to get buggered on a tour. And and I think something that I can fit into the front of a a gig bag is is probably less likely to get wrecked i'm curious to hear what this sounds like because this is true i am buying this blind which is
3: hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter
4: Don't think anything for me has beaten the sound of that first mark bass, which is even
0: the obi one.
4: Uh, you no, heard the Obi-Wan, yeah. Something. I thought it was nice, I thought it was nice. I don't I really like the distortion because I don't like distortion on bass particularly. I like big, chunky bass sounds, not polite, mm. but with
0: that are uh, still clean. But well, that's it, I would never use the distortion yeah. essentially on the um, on the orange.
2: See, I probably wouldn't not use it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just have it on all the time,
0: yeah. I do I do really like it. The the orange one does sound great. I will listen to the sans amp first. I mean I'm saying I'll get one on paper, but I will I will A B them. But the the Sans no mate, this is a binding contract. Right. No. You've placed the order now. I see yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah, everything that you're saying, like custom shop jazz, it's it's the order's really gone works. through. Yeah. Oh, man.
2: We're linked to your um, bank account. How do you think we pay for this? You can't <laughs> actually
4: leave this room without giving us some money. Right. <laughs> so, um, so let's dive into more uh, Summer Nam news. Um, I've just closed the email. Oh, Gibson, first, um, had a few new bits. The CM Les Paul. Mm. Matt Knight, what's the deal? Bit of an oddity.
1: What, what does a, CM mean? Do you know what? I was trying to find that out and I don't know. <laughs> back back to wrestling it's a CM Punk signature. Yeah. It's CM oh yeah. Paul. Cuz uh, in a way it's like a it's like a stripped back Les Paul Junior. I say stripped back. Oh, so it's, it's like a satin wood finish, one pickup, volume tone. It's
2: like it's an LPJ, isn't it, essentially? But it's thinner yeah. body.
1: But it's a thinner body. It's like a, Oh, like the Les Paul. <laughs>
2: yes. But not yeah. as thin as that. Um, yes, but I think
4: it is as thin as that. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think they were. It's like the old. Do you remember like Studio Smartwoods and stuff like that? That were like ah like, the, oh, the ones the we X always talk series. about series.
0: Uh, do you remember the SGX? That the SGX. <laughs> <that. laughs> Good noise. Um, that was
4: just the that was a regular Les uh, SG body, oh, was but it? with just one pickup. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, the but smart they did do a
0: Les Paul Junior in that as well in that series. They did a Les Paul X. Did as they? Well. Okay. LPX. That might have had a slimmed down body. They did it on a few things like the Smart
4: Woods. Um, yeah. There's been other thinner
1: Les Paul Studios. It's basically. like a Melody Maker, isn't it? it melody yeah. Maker was the other one. Oh, yeah. they were
0: great. I really they were. They the were awesome. Makers.
1: Um and you know what the thing I was just having a look here the thing I really like about Gibson's website now is they've kind of really gone to town on like describing each one and breaking it down so you can actually see like they actually show you all the different profiles they make what all the different tops look like yeah the 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 website is really brilliant really Um, in depth the only thing I'm not sure about I think yeah no so it's the same neck and Obviously, got the G-Force so it's the same. Has rit- it got the GeForce? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, so six nine, well, six hundred ninety nine dollars, but G-force, so I think it'll probably be about five nine nine. Yeah, something like um, that. But yeah, it's like a Melody Maker with the sixty one um, humbucker in it. Should be a, a wicked guitar, satin finish. What colours are available? It just comes in that black. Oh really? Yeah. Um, what do they call it? They just call it satin ebony. It's a yeah, bit yeah, of a looks- y looking guitar. Then they've sort of gone. Yeah, satin for. ebony. Colour code SE. Nice. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it looks like a cool guitar. No, I think it'll just be one of those cool those cool Gibsons that they kind of bring out every now and then. You're like, oh, I wish i bought one of them.
4: I really wonder what CM stands for. Does it say anywhere on
1: the site? No, I, I, honestly, I'm having a look, and I I can't see. Not even the one person who's commented on it has said, said anything. What's it, ma- what's it mean? No, it's... Yeah, it, they they haven't mentioned why. Maybe it was the guy is who it, designed it. Is
2: it something mahogany or something,
1: like... A raw rock monster. There we go.
4: Get your raw rock out. <laughs> um another thing from NAM. Jackson Ampworks continuum. Mm. I don't know anything about this, Jackson this Ampworks. I
1: am super excited about a friend of mine's got a couple of Jackson Amp Work amplifiers and they are amazing. But the cool thing about the continuum is that it is digitally controlling the analogue features in their amplifier. Okay. So it's like a it's not cheap I think they're going to be about in the UK I think they're like there's only a few Jackson um, amp dealers out there Um, it's going to be about 500 quid It's quite a lot for effectively a foot pedal it's a foot controller right but it's it controls the analogue tremolo and reverb in the amp so obviously the amp has got a a proper analogue trem which is physically pulling and pushing power to the valves and a spring tank but it's digitally controlling the tempo of the tremolo via the foot controller. Like, How mental is that? Yeah, that so is... So they've only released a few details about it, and I think it's still, like, in the... I think it's pretty much finished, but not completely there.
4: I wonder... So is there a...
1: They've obviously already built something into the app, say... and then they've obviously been working on the yeah, foot yeah, controllers. Yeah. I wonder what the connection is, even. I have no idea. But this is the thing. It's digital, digitally controlling... Um, you know these the analogue features it's going to be awesome so subdivisions on the tremolo so you know how like you love the sound of a Fender Deluxe Trem but it's always just the same you've just got the speed control yeah. this factory is going to give you tap tempo subdivisions you're able to control the reverb the mix and everything from a foot controller it's like the ultimate foot controller for a boutique amplifier wicked such a weird thing to bring out I know but how cool though It's it's kind of one of those one of those things it's like definitely you going to start paving the way for other people to do a similar thing um, you know because there was a there was a talk out there for a while there was a, an amp company who were building a power supply and they've worked out a way that they could build the power supply into their amplifiers so you could power your pedal board from your amp I and remember then they, would, this, yeah. they were trying it's a bit like we were talking a while ago about Source Audio bringing in this Neuro thing and they were saying that oh we can retrofit it into other companies pedals yeah. so it could be one of those things that people start modding amps that you can yeah. then fit that to it
4: yeah definitely um, one company that uh, didn't do an official release at NAMM um, but had something on the board that they were demoing their other pedals on and people started saying what is this uh, and eventually details leaked out Wampler with the DB Plus um, what's the deeds, Matt?
1: Um, so it's like a smaller Wampler Boost it's a new I suppose make Gooder a pedal that's um, that's arriving um, but the I the, they did a few of them um, like their DB pedals are like buffers as well so you can leave them on all the time you can turn the clean boost all the way down and it'll give you like just a really nice buffer or you can turn it up and get a boost um, but it's a mini pedal yes su- surprisingly um,
4: is that the first one mini?
1: yeah it is right oh, okay but in the same case well, maybe it's not the same case it's the same size as the, the TC ones yeah it's like, it's, it looks um, like a ditto looper doesn't it size yeah, wise but the great thing about their ones is that you can literally have it at the front of a pedal board turn it to zero and it will still just work as a super high quality buffer or you can turn it up start to add a little bit more tone bring some sort of brightness and some body back to your pedal board after you've gone through like a, a well as a, before you go through like a million pedals um, and it's a nice small size I think the thing is with those sort of pedals it's the one thing that you want to leave on all the time but you don't necessarily want to take up a huge space Yeah. It, so
4: have they because I know when it was on the board I think it was a very early prototype or something and they were kind of saying like we actually don't know how many dB
1: of yeah. boost this yeah that's is. right They, it, I think it was so it, they've they've finished it but they don't actually know how much it increases the actual volume level of it's, but it's but it's funny really because we say that but you know things like the spark booster is, i think is supposed to be what 20 db or 12 db yeah but you don't really you don't go oh that's i've definitely increased the audio by seven I mean, db there it's, isn't it? it's, it's a bit more abstract than that i think yeah isn't because it? it's not adding it does feels like it doesn't add that much volume. It's just it's changing the character and the tone yeah, yeah. the more you turn that. I yeah.
4: mean, particularly if you're running into a load of other pedals, because then you're only ever going to be as loud as the output from the next pedal that you go into. Yeah. It's not like you put that in the front and then there's a twelve dB boost in mm. volume. It's not that. It's twelve dBs more of signal going into the next pedal. Yeah. Essentially. So um yeah interesting little thing and kind of weird that it didn't get an official release
1: and yeah. then suddenly it was just like there it's, it's, it's one of those cool products that I think you know no matter where you set the volume it's going to do something different to your yeah. tone you just find out where you want to leave it and just and just have it there and away you go but yeah I mean Wampler just continues to be one of those great brands in, in the last really they've only been around what probably 10 10 10, 12 years. I remember when yeah. it was just him, and he was building, like, pedal kits and yeah. talking about, oh, I've just made this, like, Tube Screamer club. Doing mods and stuff. Yeah. Crazy.
4: Another little pedal fighting for your more or a space in mm. the front end of your pedal board. Um, some new Ibanez Talman um, in the Prestige line. I actually didn't write down the model numbers. I don't know whether you've looked these up already. No, but
1: didn't they... Because I saw that you know is that the same range that those RC ones came on that had like the three single coils? They that are, look like jaz, jazz masters. They are
0: those, but they're made in uh, the prestige yeah, line. That's awesome. So they they announced uh, the uh, the Talman bass. Um, Did they at the at, at the last Nam? Okay. Yeah, which came out didn't hit um, the UK at first, and then. I think it's 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 had very limited impact because essentially it was introduced as a budget line and it is that sort of Jaguar Jazzmaster yeah. shape with a PJ configuration, um, and it was relatively cheap. So Ibanez sort of doing Fender there, and I just I don't think they
1: have the the, the not the right people are buying Ibanez for them to really compete. So I think, I think, the I think thing it is as well, impact. a lot of the times there's so much stuff, especially with Ibanez, I think it comes out that only comes out to the Japanese market. Yeah. Um, Or you get some stuff in the States sometimes that just doesn't make it to Europe. Yeah. Um, But they look awesome. Um, And it's just... I think it's nice that they're going, like you say, going down...
4: I mean, they've they've made guitars for
1: years that have always not necessarily been an RG or... Well, I mean, the the Talman model has been around
4: since the mid-80s because that's what the Noodle Signature is based on. Mm, It's based on an Ibanez 80s Talman. Um, So... Weirdly, Well, I mean, it's not weird. It, it kind of makes sense that they've brought them back in now it's because, obviously, the popularity of Jaguars and Jazz Jazzmasters. Yeah. Um, I mean, they might be a little too late to the party on that. I think people have moved on already. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't surprise me that
0: they've brought that it's out It's strange now. that it's all happening at once for Ibanez, though. They, they released sort of only, was it only 250 models of the old Ibanez jazz bass, which is called something like the Black Eagle. Oh, yeah, a the the Chris Novoselic Novoselic, uh, uh, he was known for using one of them. That's was right, yeah, 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 exactly. But um, that yeah. was a that is a great base. It is a, is a really interesting looking base. Kind well, a of hole in the headstock. Yeah, right? hole in the headstock below where it's the, the hole it's is like sort of F, the line yeah, yeah, underneath like where a, it says Ibanez. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah, yeah. gone for the traditional Ibanez logo, which, which is they, great, yeah. amazing, which is such a great logo. They have that logo on the um, the Omar Rodriguez Lopez yes. signature model stuff. Um, but you just never see it on any of their standard lines, which I think is a, a, real, a real shame. It's isn't on some it? of the pedals, isn't it? It's on the reissue pedals and stuff like is that. Is it? Yeah. Mm, not on mine. Oh, right, okay. They do I like reissues. you very much. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm quite happy
4: to see those back, actually. I like when Ibanez do something a bit different. You know. um, Matt, do you want to tell us about the Electroharmonic's silencer noise gate and the 22500 dual stereo
1: looper? Yeah, um, so the noise gate is... It's a noise gate. It's a noise gate. I literally looked at the picture and went, yeah, all the controls are there you'd expect. Mm, I think they've just gone, oh, we don't really make a noise gate. And I I mean, you know, we love electro-harmonics pedals, but they can be a tad... A little noisy. A little noisy. Um, And I think they've just gone, oh, yeah, we should probably... I think, in a way, I think they're almost... It, it, we, you know, there's a lot of like have said before. There's a lot of boutique companies out there doing something a bit sort of weird and u- unique. But it's kind of like, what what new thing can we do? We've already got four phases. Space drum reissue. Well, I mean, you know, I'll be driving that one.
4: That's what we didn't talk about in the beginning of this podcast because I don't think last
1: week you hadn't got the space drum. No, but I said I bought one. Oh, I was, should have.
4: If I'd have only brought it with me, we
1: could have done the intro with the space oh, drum. That would have been so. That good. would have been amazing. Um, hey, finding it? Uh, awesome. It's amazing. Does it go, boo? Yeah, and also it goes, boo Right, good. Yeah, you can set it to go the other way around. Exactly, the two (laughs) things. Like that? No. No, That's more of a horn. Space horn. Um, But yeah, it's amazing. Um, The 22500 is basically a cheaper... I say cheaper. uh, We're just all of mine. Jay's cat Uh, is attacking a pedal board that we're about to build. She seems to be licking the... Board. that's a bit weird anyway um, yeah it's basically I think they've kind of gone oh, people love loopers and we don't really make a looper and the 360 was alright it was you know had a few more features than the ditto but people were still buying the boss one what
2: about the didn't they do another one, 4, isn't 500, it? five hundred? Yeah, 000? the
1: 4,400. But the problem with that was they were like, oh, you've got to buy the extra foot controller. And I think they were really aiming for like a beatboxing market or like yeah. a home recording thing that wasn't really a home recording device because you had all the separate buttons for loops. This is basically an all-in-one looper that kind of rivals the Pigtronics Infinity Looper yes. but for half the price yeah, yeah. that's pretty mad isn't it um, but it's got things like onboard pitch control and, and things like that as well And but the only thing that I find weird is they're still going down the route of using an SD card yeah
2: are they? yeah
1: really? you, why you is, think in a way that's quite that old of, school that's not like know. the RC3 is I just, would have, thought, uses, I just that? would have thought no it doesn't yes it is USB
0: has an SD in no it doesn't doesn't
1: it Nothing. what do I put SD cards in which sleeper you put it in, you put them in your jam man yeah jam oh, right. man get the times oh, grandad. Uh, oh. oh is that not <laughs> is that not modern
0: anymore I was
4: thinking an SD card I, see I'm not completely against the SD card thing like I, th- I always think like having the option of removable storage is kind of a good thing um, mm. because it means if you fill up the space the inbuilt space yeah, that's swap true. it out for something but then else. the
1: inbuilt space is so much now time well of course Yeah. I mean I don't think I've met a single person who's ever come in and gone I've used all 12 hours in my <laughs> in <laughs> you, my never, infinity know. Infinity you never know I've recorded a 12 hour loop and uh, is it I Jurassic Park I don't, theme so I don't down know when, by yeah, one thousand yeah. I don't know when it starts or finishes <laughs> uh but I come in I just plug it in I leave it for a bit go and get a beer come back I just start playing um, just looping field recordings. but you know it's. It's. I think it's electro harmonics just kind of I mean they turn out more pedals than any other company yeah. on the market at the moment and you know and, and they've got and to give the engineers
4: something to do it's like oh, we're a bit bored we've done everything noise gate oh yeah alright fine I mean
1: they've reissued so many things Space Drum's got to be next I've got, I've got to tell you though like I've been doing some sort of a little bit of research and if I could really find the time I'd love to write a book on electro electroharmonics history in terms of what they've actually produced yeah because I was looking into the space drum someone's like oh yeah I've got these sequences they did that basically they're just like an eight step sequence that just fires a, a, a noise that then you can plug in something that takes a trigger in yeah I remember you saying yeah but like all these crazy synths and like sequences and stuff they've done and uh, it's just like yeah but, oh, they've done, done some amazing stuff kickstart
4: I'm telling you kickstart a book about electroharmonics then
1: I can meet Mike Matthews yeah He'll, go and interview him oh he's amazing he's we'll to, get him on the pe- podcast that would
0: be amazing <laughs> I love that he's still on the batteries
1: yeah the just,
0: electroharmonics batteries uh, 9 volt batteries yeah, that they do have a crazy face of,
1: of in fact I saw a video with him at NAMM and he still carries around everywhere like a massive cigar of course he does so good what he
4: looks like someone from like such a player. Nineteen eighty. <laughs> yeah he looks like Ric Flair <laughs> yeah he does look a bit like Ric Flair actually um, gents one last bit of news this week um, and uh, it's been quite uh, big and it's is kind this of
0: on the list I didn't even see this was on. Um, the list. it's
4: not a name release it doesn't count no this, this isn't just name releases this is news uh, as you said this is the news section Marshall are releasing a phone the Marshall <laughs> London yeah. smartphone yeah um, so I first saw this uh, not from any sort of the regular sources. Um, I actually first saw this uh, on like Engadget or something like that. Like, Did you? Yeah, like something that is like a tech blog or something like that. Um, so Marshall are working with a Swedish company uh, whose name escapes me, and I haven't written it down, um, and they're making a smartphone. Quite an, In terms of a phone and what's out there, it seems kind of underpowered, but the big selling point is that it's a music phone. Two headphone jacks, so you can share your music with a chum. Um, and it plays FLAC files, which not a huge amount of phones do. FLAC being like lossless audio. Um, so from that perspective... Oh, there's also an app that comes uh, with it that will allow you to uh, have like global EQ. So you can say you like your music a bit bassier just bump up the uh, the bass a bit or take out the bass if you don't like so much bass. So and it looks like a little Marshall amp as well as the other thing. So it's very much a phone that is not quite on par with other smartphones out there but is designed specifically for playing music. Matt Knight,
1: <laughs> what are, are your we, thoughts? I I think what they've they've tried to do is like you say, make something specifically for people who Love music, and they've put a couple of kind of the one crazy feature I saw that they've created their own DJ app. Oh, yeah, actually, there's a lot that you can then it'll come through the speakers as the mix but then you can listen to the two tracks and it'll come through either earbud so that you can do live mixes on the DJ app and it'll come out the phone which I thought was kind of I assume crazy. The, the
4: two headphone outs will work like that as well you'll have a mix yeah, a, a full mix out and
1: then your headphone yeah. out so you can so do yeah, like two headphone out, so you and your friend can listen to music without splitting the audio to downgrade the audio size. well I was just reading it's only got 16 gig of memory
4: but again it'll take a micro SD um, mm. So you could easily get a 128 gig
1: micro SD and pop that in there.
4: I, I you, just wonder I how
1: much they've actually done in the design of the phone.
4: Well, I think not a huge amount. I think they've gone to the Swedish company. Who, have you got the name there? Um, On those notes. House Mafia. It's not the Swedish House <laughs> Mafia. Um,
1: <laughs> no. Okay,
4: they're, so they're working with a Swedish partner who I think has basically made the phone under license from Marshall and with Marshall's input yeah, saying yeah, yeah. this is what we'd like on a phone. Obviously Marshall aren't geared up to manufacture a phone but that's not what this is.
2: The thing is, is it's, um, there's going to be somewhere, somewhere there's going to be, um, I bet in the history of the internet somewhere, there'll be a podcast that discusses, like is focused around like making, like building tires and stuff. And I bet you, somewhere along the line... that be that, too There'll be somewhere along the line, there'll <laughs> be the episode I'm where they start complaining that Nokia are moving into phone design from tyre design. Did Nokia do tyres? Nokia started as a tyre company. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, this, this like, huge shift in diversification, it, it can work. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it, you know it's, it's all well and good for us to be sitting here going, oh, this is ridiculous, this isn't going to work. You know, it's these these huge shifts these huge diversifications that that like big companies roll with like you know they do work sometimes and it's it's uh, i'm i think it's quite interesting um and i think i think if it works and i think if um marshall have done enough to make sure that this doesn't backfire on them i think it can be very good for them because you know, we've how, how how many times have we complained that Marshall spent too much time resting on their laurels? How like you know, relying on their history, whereas this is something, this is something exciting. It's something different. You know, I, I've read as much as everybody else has. All the people on the internet complaining about it, saying, "Oh, this is ridiculous. This isn't going to work." I mean, just just wait and see. I, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, that's, you know, I'm up for that. Just wait and see how how it is. You know, I don't think it's going to compete with it's not gonna I mean I'm still gonna buy the new iPhone do you know what I mean like it's 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 gotta go for a different market and I think that's what will happen I think it will be a different type of person that buys this phone I like the
1: fact the battery says long live rock and roll yeah Joe Branton's face Branton I'm gonna let you hop in in a minute but just I'm not saying anything uh, I I
4: just hope they didn't make too many of them (laughs) so my thoughts on it are this is no different from Marshall making t-shirts and baseball caps yeah because they clearly aren't spending any resources on this they've gone to this company and said can you make us a phone that's got Marshall on it and it does these things that will appeal to music fans and then they get them made and then they sell them which is exactly what they're doing with t-shirts it's not like they're taking people off making blues breakers to go and print some (laughs) t-shirts they're going they're ringing up a a company and going yeah we want some t-shirts that are in these sizes and these colours and they say Marshall on them and then someone makes them and then they
2: sell them that's exactly it's the it's the, 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 the strength of the brand
0: yeah that's that's doing it. I mean it's the same with the headphones. Completely. And actually the headphones have been a massive success. Um no you're right that is an excellent point. It is it is completely outsourced and it's not taking anything from Marshall. I think the reason that I got so uh, uh irate about this is because I am waiting for Marshall to do what I want them to do and take back all that heritage that they have and and put out some amazing stuff. They've they, they're just they're a company that have The ability to still own it and they're not at the moment. And I'm just, I'm still waiting for them to do it. And instead of them doing it, then he releases a phone. And I I think I was just disappointed that this big new release that they'd hyped up. You want a new amp, basically. I want them to start making their old amps again. I I want them to realize that there's a reason that Dave Gold doesn't play Marshall, he plays Marshall copies. But Um, what,
4: what? My problem with that argument is what can Marshall do? What can Marshall do next? What where where do Marshall go now? Apart from doing reissues, which is what they're doing, which everyone was like, okay, Marshall should be doing reissues. So they do some great reissues, you know, they do the Blues Breaker stuff, they're doing the JCM eight hundred. The 1974 X and So they're doing all that. People The Jubilee like, stuff. Can they release now a JCM two thousand, like a new version of that? That is going to sell any more than JVMs currently do,
0: because JVMs are still really popular. They're mm, still true. really big. Yeah, that's it. I, I guess I want them to maybe do what Fender are doing. I mean, the the for example, the 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 Blues Junior wasn't um, a reissue. It's it's something completely yeah. new, but it still holds on to the ideals that everyone associates with Fender, and every new release from Fender still manages to um, to to hold everything that someone who wants to play a Fender amp has, as Orange do. Every new release from Orange has all the attributes that people who play Orange want, and I don't feel that the new stuff that Marshall do is representing...
2: But they did that. They did that with the DSLs. You know, there's a DSL 15. And the cop They did the it before DSL anyone five. else with Class 5. The it's, Class 5, the class five doesn't amp.
0: count because you can't gig it. I loved the Class 5. five. I think it sounds I amazing.
1: Class 5's five. class allowed...
0: Yeah, but only only
1: just. I think it's a stretch, not comfortably. I think if you want that Marshall sound, though, stick a mic in front of it. Yeah, at, I mean, you know, a push. I reckon it was expensive for a five watt amp into the Marshall London. Yeah, but it's
2: British made. They're all built in Milton Keynes. You know, it's like it's that's part of as part of the the, the trade off is you know you get you know where it's being built you can go there yeah yeah you can go there and see them building it and it's of course it's going to be expensive and you know it's on the flip side of things we're also i say we you're also complaining that they're building cheap amps in china you know it's you've got to go
0: one way or the other i know and and these are all good points but that on on paper the fact still remains that marshall have lost their their mantle yes um so, but ha- they do, I mean, have they things. though in
4: the eyes of the general public? Which is why there's clearly going to be some demand for this phone. Like maybe within the guitar community and the more nerdy side of it, then yes, we're not seeing as much Marshall, and there's not quite so much love for Marshall at the moment. But if you went to my dad, for example, who knows a bit about music but doesn't know that much about music, and went, "Can you name a amp brand?" He would say Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, but that's nothing to do with what they're doing
0: now. No, that's nothing to do with the company now. True. And that's what I'm saying. Orange have that as well, but Orange are still making stuff that people are like, oh yeah, that's brilliant. Do you think
4: that... But what I'm saying is, what can Marshall do? What can they do for people to go, okay, that's brilliant?
2: They, i tell you what they can do. They can do what Boss have done, because this is what we were... This is what we were yeah, saying totally. about Boss yeah.
1: two yeah, yeah. years ago. Come to us and we'll tell them exactly <laughs> what do.
2: But, you know, this is this is what we were saying about Boss two years ago. It's like, oh, they're sort of resting on their laurels. They're not doing anything exciting. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. And then all of a sudden, Boss start doing exciting stuff. Yeah, they so start look, addressing,
0: at the, and, look at the popular stuff. What if Marshall made an amazing solid-state head? What if Marshall made a great 15-watt combo? What if they made a, they great, do make a tr- great 15-watt combo? <sighs>
2: But I, I know what you mean. Like I'm, I, I'm splitting hairs here. I agree. Like Marshall have fallen back in in the like the cheap stuff without a shadow of a doubt. Oh yeah, I you know, agree the, that the that MGs and yeah. stuff is just this sort of, you know, do, what if you if you've got the choice between a Marshall MG or a Blackstar ID core, what are you going to go for? If yeah. you've got the choice between a Marshall MG and a Fender Mustang, you're probably still going to go with a Fender, like Microcube, You know, there's there's so many options that they've sort of fallen away from but I really do think that they're starting to address the more expensive you know the the, the more expensive side of things look at the 1974X you know that's a 22 watt head or something you know yeah. are you going to buy that or are you going to buy a deluxe reverb you know I'd probably go with the 1974X Yeah. you know definitely. and then you've got the, the Jubilees that have come back you know I said the Jubilee is such a great head well they're doing what everyone said
4: Marshall should be doing which is doing a Jubilee reissue okay done that doing a gigaball
2: Blue Breaker, yep, which is the
0: 74X. They're doing a small 15 watt oh, combo right. that's nice. They're doing the I mean, 40 watts, the, the DCL 40s. Maybe it's that the whole line needs thinning down. I mean, because you're right, those things are coming through, but I think they're still marred by the amount of. Yeah, yeah I mean, that Marshall have in there. I've got catalog. no idea how to use a JVM.
4: Yeah, I think that's an area that could maybe be addressed. And there's a lot of love for JVMs. like They still sell a lot, and people like them. People who want that. Are the sort of people that you know were years ago buying a trip, a dual rec and triple yeah, rec, yeah, yeah loads yeah. of sounds, or you know, four more buttons than you know what to yeah, do with. Yeah. Those people are not buying boogie, they're buying JVMs now, yeah, um, or like Triamps and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, like kind of completely. They're buying you know, JVMs. Um, I think they're not doing a big rock and roll head, yeah, like the J- J- Jubilee. Is probably more expensive than a lot the of people. Jay the J. the J. like Hello, J. Signature Marshall Head. So maybe they could do that, like they did with DSL fifties and hundred British yeah. made DSL fifties and hundreds a little while ago. But do people necessarily want that? How many people do you know that turn up to gigs with full size Marshall heads these days?
0: Mm, true, true. But, but is, I still that, think-
2: is that because of what else is out there for the for a same for you know the same sort of price? Well, maybe, maybe. But you know, d- because d- it's d- like those, the, the JCM, I mean, you still see JCM 800s and 900s, oh, yeah, you course. know, and it's like, if that was available in, you know, maybe they just, maybe they do just need to take a bit of a risk and do something that make, like, change the chassis. Possibly. But they try. they have done that as well. They did a class five head for a while,
4: you know. Yeah. Um they're kind of doing everything right apart i mean they need to sort out the budget things I and think. the
2: marketing and well and yeah the
4: mar- telling people about the stuff that yeah. they they do but you know well, their I d-
0: biggest launch has been the phone
4: yeah but and, and that is massive and that will they'll sell a lot of phones they really will they'll yeah, sell yeah. a lot of phones i'll buy one you definitely won't buy one <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna sell a lot of phones anyway let's wrap this up we've gone way longer than we normally do um thanks so much for listening and thanks in particular to our Patreon backers um, do you want to read them out yes good um, should we do a little musical yes
2: give me, um, give me wait. some backers we should do um, we should do a wrestling one I think that's Kurt Angle uh, no. well, that's that's good. Good. I am the worst one. No, wait, should
0: it da, have Lewis oh yeah, yeah da, no. da, 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 da. will declare Chris
1: Wilson, Scott, Matt Pine, Fletcher, Phil Thompson,
3: Norman,
4: if you, uh, too, want your, uh, your name read out in a Gorilla Monsoon fashion to the Hulk Hogan theme tune Um, you can head over to Patreon patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds for as little as five dollars a month you can get an extra half an hour every week uh, of the guitar nerds podcast I think it's ten dollars a month gets your name read out in that fashion Um, you think it it is ten dollars a month (laughs) um uh, this week, what are we are going to be talking about on the Patreon uh, as, episode? Just
2: before we do that, as an aside, uh, Moog, who's one of the uh, the people who... Um, a is patron. One ba- is one of the patrons. Uh, I uh, had a had a little chat with him this week. Cool. Um, we're going to be doing some work on his guitar. Getting oh, his nice. uh, Getting his, um, his Epiphone.
1: Does Leple he prefer Standard. Moog or Moog? I've always said Moog. I hope it's Moog. Because I saw a good video of Dr. Robert Moog. Moog. Bob Moog. Bob Moog. And he actually talks about the name because I think it's like... German, and in Germany Moog. they pronounce it, yeah, but Moog. then in America they say Moog. Moog. I think the company Moog so no, they say Moog, Moog and over here we say Moog. Moog.
2: Yeah, I think the company's become Moog, hasn't it? But anyway, we're sorting, anyway. Out, sorting out Moog's guitar, guitar. It's yeah. gonna, we're like doing some some nerdy
1: stuff with it, it's going to be good.
4: So uh, on this week's Patreon, uh, we're going to be talking about Matt's top six tips for for building a pedal board yeah. top five I think top five. I think we narrowed it to five okay yeah. we're going to go for five and we'll probably talk about other stuff as well we'll go we'll talk a bit more about Marshall and uh, maybe answer some questions that were sent in in our Facebook group facebook.com forward slash guitar nerds forum um, do join us over there we talk more about this stuff we'll be posting up videos like Yeah, we're making a stuff. new video oh, later today swear words. well we're, because we're all together we're going to be filming Matt building a pedal board which should be quite fun uh, that will go up in the Facebook group and on the YouTube channel uh, which is youtube.com forward slash guitar nerds videos we do a whole bunch of other stuff um more news and stuff going up on the site guitarnerds.net, uh which is where you can find all the episodes of this podcast as well as uh on itunes and uh you find all the patreon episodes on patreon dot com forward slash guitar nerds uh, if you want to follow us on the uh, intro webs uh, at guitar nerds on twitter uh, you can follow me at mark
1: underscore random matt where can people find uh, you you can follow me on twitter at at mon, uh, at underscore at at <laughs> monday night raw Conestone. cone stone cone uh, stone you can follow me uh, at matt underscore nightsy i really had to think about that Yeah. Now.
2: j cross um, you can find me on Twitter at J-A-Y-B-N-1 Joe Branton you can find me on Twitter at, at Yosef
4: underscore 900 thanks for listening this week do join us over on the Patreon episode patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds
2: Thanks. Bye. Bye. cheers